0: Her husband-to-be had two children, a little boy and a baby girl, and eventually they would have children of their own. His already-having children was one of the things that appealed to her about him. Jenny loved children. She'd been raised in an orphanage, and from the time she was ten she cared for the younger children and babies that came through. The children were the only thing she missed about the orphanage. She was seated in a sparse car with ten rows of padded wooden seats, two on each side of a center aisle. A latrine was located in the rear of the car, and she'd had to open her window several times to get rid of the stale smell. A little fresh air was all she wanted, but more often than not the refreshing breeze was accompanied by ash from the locomotive. When she left Massachusetts, she'd bought a loaf of bread— a round of cheese, and a couple of apples. The supply only lasted the first two days. The rest of her trip she had to buy food at the stops along the way, or not eat at all, which she did for two meals every day. She figured she could get by on one meal a day, though her stomach didn't think so if the sounds coming from it were any indication. She would travel to Elko, Nevada where Stuart would pick her up, and she hoped they would stay for a few days getting to know each other before they married, and left for her husband's ranch in the Lamois Valley, seventeen miles east of Elko. His letter said the trip would take three hours by wagon. She grimaced at the thought of more travel, but thought it would give them a chance to get to know each other. Give her more of a chance for a congenial relationship. Jenny's train arrived in Elko seven days after she left Massachusetts. She had changed trains four times before getting on the Western Pacific Railroad into Elko. A week of sitting upright in a rail car with ash and smoke wafting through the air was more than enough for her. She'd kept as clean as she could, using public bathrooms where she could find them, and water pumps when she had to. All she wanted was a hot bath and to get out of the corset she wore. The discomfort she felt didn't distract at all from the different landscapes she'd been through. She thought the Rocky Mountains were the most magnificent thing she'd ever seen. The Ruby Mountains she was in now, though, were quite lovely, too. Elko! Elko Station! The conductor came through, announcing the stations as they approached. All of the conductors on each rail line had done this. This is your station, miss. She looked at the man and smiled. Thank you, Henry. You've been most kind to me. She held out her gloved hand. He took her hand in a gentle shake. I hope you have a good stay in Elko. Though, for the life of me, I can't imagine what a woman like you will do in a place like this. She sucked in a breath, wondering what he meant by his statement. Though she had noticed that the little town seemed rather sparse and drab in comparison to some of the cities and towns she'd been through. I'm getting married. I won't be in Elko long. Well, congratulations. Have a wonderful life. She hoped the conductor's words came true. She always wanted a home and a family of her own, and this was her chance. Her only chance. I will. Thank you. CHAPTER 1. OCTOBER eleventh, 1890 Jenny boarded the train headed west. All the money she had in the world, $30, was in her reticule. As the train pulled away from the station, Jenny watched Lawrence, Massachusetts, the only place she'd ever known, fade away. Fear mixed with excitement enveloped her. Her husband-to-be had two children, a little boy and a baby girl, and eventually they would have children of their own. His already having children was one of the things that appealed to her about him. Jenny loved children. She'd been raised in an orphanage, and from the time she was ten she cared for the younger children and babies that came through. The children were the only thing she missed about the orphanage. She was seated in a sparse car with ten rows of padded wooden seats, two on each side of a center aisle. A latrine was located in the rear of the car, and she'd had to open her window several times to get rid of the stale smell.